Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday, the 24th of March. In the United States, Treasury Secretary Yellen effectively ended expectations that so-called modern monetary theory would be allowed to take hold by pointing out that future government spending would require tax increases to pay for it. This being the United States, the chances are that future tax increases will not cover all of any future spending, but it's the principle of the thing that matters here. The US government is not ordering the US Federal Reserve to print money to pay for programmes. The Fed is not printing money to buy bonds. Instead, it is buying bonds to inject liquidity into the economy to meet the surge in liquidity demand that the pandemic created. It is worth remembering that the Fed is not the main provider of money in the United States. By a substantial margin, money in the United States is a private sector creation. We hear from Yellen and US Fed Chair Powell again today, this time testifying before the Senate. The change of location is unlikely to improve the quality of the questions asked. In a slight variation on recent themes, there has tensions with China, This time it is not the United States specifically, but the European Union that is the source of friction. After a quick exchange of sanctions between the two areas, the European Union Trade Commissioner has suggested that the comprehensive agreement on investment with China would be tied up with the dispute. The comprehensive agreement on investment was not perhaps as comprehensive as it might have been, and now there is a suggestion that there might not be any agreement. The question is whether this disrupts investment or not. The initial agreement did not lead to dramatic financial market reactions. This is more of a long-term thing. However, there is a difference between market indifference to taking a step forward and market reactions to taking a step back. Deteriorating relations have a habit of spiralling, and markets may therefore pay a little more attention to bad news than they would to good news in this area. In terms of data, the UK has published February inflation numbers. This data, of course, comes before the oil base effects that will push up second quarter figures. Producer prices have shown some increase, but this does not appear to be making its way through to consumers. Uh, Consumer price inflation was noticeably less than expected, with clothing helping to bring down the headline and the core rates. Lockdown is not an occasion which requires people to dress up, it would seem. From the United Kingdom, we have, from the United States, we have durable goods orders data. Uh, There is a distinction to draw between consumer durable goods and investment or capital goods. Consumer durable goods should continue to do well. There are still sufficient restrictions in place in the United States that, for now, the bias of consumer spending is towards goods rather than services. Every bottle of Budweiser that is not consumed in the local bar means savings that can be put towards buying a new washing machine. This pattern will fade as service sector restrictions ease, but it's unlikely to fade just yet, and there will be unspent January stimulus checks to put to work as well. However, investment by companies is likely to be more problematic, especially when it comes to durable goods rather than things like software services. Why invest now 
if you're not sure how many of your staff will be working from home in the future, or indeed, whether you still need an office at all. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.